and welcome to For the Love of Beer podcast. I am Phil Savory, joined as always by my good friend Mark Carly Johnson. Hello, good evening, good Abends. Good Abend. Welcome. Danke for tuning in. I think it was going all right, and then you fell apart a bit at the end there. You ran, yeah. out, you ran out of German. My GCSE German only goes as far as hello and welcome. It, thanks. It's an extracurricular Christmas special, so we're not we're taking a break from the bucket list. Um, for this episode, we're uh, we're recording uh, a couple of weeks before Christmas, so it's going to be one of those. It's, we're just going to sit in storage and then come out at the at the right time. Feeling really in the spirit today because at work. Um, we've decorated the new work Christmas tree, and it's been Christmas jumper day today, as as we speak. Um, so we're ruining it for the listeners. So we're not live, I'm afraid. I had mine on um, Monday. Just gone. Christmas, Christmas jumper day. day yeah. Did you? Yeah. Well, today's the official Save the Children Day. Is it? It is. Yeah. Um, so we've raised fifty eight pound, which I think was fantastic. We so did feel uh, really festive. We raised money for um, Alzheimer's. That's what we did. Any particular reason? Uh, I'm not sure it was some sort of elf day thing that we did. So we oh. did that on the Monday, just gone. So we had Christmas jumpers and other bits and bobs that we did, and we raised about, um, I don't know, about six hundred quid. It was for Alzheimer's. Not to piss on what you've done. Right. Okay. Like that is it? Okay. Anyway, um, I've picked us what I'm hoping is going to be a lovely festive beer that we're going to drink and talk about a few Christmassy things bit about the year etc so um settle yourselves in cozy up by the fire if you can afford to have it on for the ftlob pod big fat review of the year yeah and christmas special we didn't do a christmas special last year we just missed it yeah whereas every year so far since the pod's been going we've done one but last year for whatever reason we just didn't and i don't really know why i'm trying i was looking at it and we seem to have this massive break where nothing happened and we didn't even. We just missed we the trip. Even, we didn't even bother. I don't really know why. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we could blame COVID for it. Interestingly, actually, enough. no, we can. I had COVID right before Christmas. Did you? I did. There you go. COVID's fault. That's what I blame it on COVID. But interestingly, this is the first Christmas special where we've actually had a winter Christmas-based beer. Yeah. Because previously we've been sort of tenuous links, polar and um, snow one year. Yeah. Last year we had. I think what was probably more like a Halloween one. Uh, sorry, in 2020. 2020, yeah. And now we are on, what are we? Hofbrau Munchen. Uh, um Which is a, a specific beer they make for winter. Um, it's only available between October and January. Is it indeed? Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't make it any other time of year. Um, Hofbrau uh, Munich based brewery they've been going for donkey's years a lot of these German ones they're just old proper old school they abide by the purity laws you know these are you know beer royalty really am I right in assuming they're all sort of independent I mean the big breweries obviously but are they independent from the big players I think so but then this one these are a funny one because Hofbrau I haven't drank a lot of I can't think of any Hofbrau beers off the top of my head that I've ever had before and yet they're pretty big in Germany, and they're also absolutely like they've got um, these like uh, beer houses. They've got one in Vegas. They've got loads of them in the states. They've got one in Brazil. They've got one in Russia. So they export this to Russia. It's a really familiar logo as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel for, and I've had quite a lot of German beers. Uh, yeah, I feel like Hofbrau is one I haven't touched. So I'm looking forward to this. We've got a 500ml bottle. Uh, it's a 5.5% beer. And I even I even got some tasting notes. Oh, wow. I know, yeah. So um, I'll, I'll save that. We'll crack them and we'll drink it. And then we'll test if you can actually detect any of, any of what's supposed to be in there. While you um, crack the beers open, can I read you a little passage of text from Wikipedia? Go for it. Regarding Hofbrau. Adolf Hitler announced the official program of the Nazi party to a meeting of around 2,000 people at the Hofbrau House on 24th of February 1920. At the time, he was propaganda chief of the party, whilst the organisation was still relatively small. On the 29th of July 1921, he was elected the Führer 
of the Nazi party during a meeting at the Hofbrauhaus am Poitzen. Oh. Well, that's ruined the uh, atmosphere <laughs> a bit, hasn't it? Oh, well, okay. But you know what? You know, there's these a lot of these... <laughs> Germany's come a long way since then. It's <laughs> all water under the bridge, isn't it? Water under the bridge or, you know. or beer under the brewery. Interestingly, the last Dan Buster pilot died yesterday. He did. I heard on the radio yeah. this morning. Well, Sad we, news. We shouldn't necessarily talk about current affairs with, with the fact that we, this is probably going to just sit and do nothing for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Indeed. But yeah, he did. I don't know what his name was, so... I actually went to one of the dams that the um, dam busters um, blew up. Did you? Yeah. Was it still standing? It was. They obviously reconstructed it. Oh, right, okay. Um, but apparently, and this is not to not to um, besmirch dam busters or any of that, um, apparently it did, it did more damage, civilian damage, than it did, actually did to um, actual infrastructure. That's interesting because I've always wondered. You know, we talk in history and all that sort of stuff at school. I mean, about um, like the Blitz, London getting bombed, and yeah. Coventry and Manchester, blah blah blah. All the cities over here that got bombed during the war. We never really learn much about what happened in Germany, did we? And by the sheer nature of the fact that we won, I'm guessing it was probably not a good sight at the end of the war. <laughs> but we don't there. talk about it. No. And, you no. know, it's it's an odd one, isn't it? Anyway, thoughts on the beer? So I've had the first taste and I think it's fantastic. It's got a cracking flavour to it. Um, 5.5% and it, I think it tastes 5.5%-y. What do you reckon? Oh, I like that. And you know what? So, the hops. Hercules and Pearl hops are used in this beer. And uh, it's a combination of three malts. Munich, obviously local based. Munchen, yeah. Uh, light barley malts and caramel malts. I'm, I'm not getting caramel in here at the moment. So the taste. So this is according to Hofbrauer themselves. So this is their this is their description of taste. It says harmoniously strong. Yeah, with, I'd agree with that. With light fruit aromas, and a subtle malty note. But it's supposed to also have um, a sort of a, a chocolatey caramel kind of. I'm not getting it. that that hint to be quite honest with you. I also wouldn't really associate chocolatey caramel beer with winter, to be honest with you. No, um, but I, I like something it. that's icy and mm. well wintry, really. Yeah, I, I like it. It's nice and cold, by the way. I assume it's been chilling in your work fridge. It's today. been in the work fridge all day. Yeah, fantastic. It's been in the work fridge. Was your boss jealous? I know he's into his. Beers, he wasn't. He? he wasn't in today. No. Um, but yeah, he is. He's into beers. Funnily enough, actually, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I had a, a, a meeting with a uh, had a meeting at work with someone who'd come in to, to visit from another company. And uh, it turns out he does home brewing. Ooh. Um, he's based out in Stockport, and uh, he actually, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, not as a bribe or anything, but after the meeting and stuff, so we were talking about beers, and obviously said you know what we were doing and stuff. Um, he gave me a can of his. Um, of his home brew, it's canned. Cat. Yeah, it's canned. Well, they obviously do. Him and, him and a mate, they 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 can it, and it's properly labeled and everything. Uh, it was How like, do that? It was a nice. Well, you have like a canning machine or you whatever. Got some serious kit if he's yeah, canning yeah, this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they they take it quite seriously. Was he sell it? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Good. It was good stuff. It's a bit of a sideline then, is it? Or what? Yeah, yeah. It's not his main. It's not his main. Uh, his main thing. But um, it's sort of as a hobby. But then they also sell it on. He must be making a yeah, I'll have to see if I can. I'll have to see if I can find the um, the name of the of the um, of the brewery. I'll have to just fizz. Here we go. Sup North Bruco. Sup North. Sup North. Um, and it was really good. It was a, a green hop ale um, called Beer Not Bread, and uh, and it was really nice. And I and I did e- email him back and because so, I'm not normally an IPA, you know, I just like my lagers. But um, I genuinely really enjoyed it. Is it one of these craft breweries, so to speak? Yeah, but he's not a beardy sort of he's, hipster. Yeah, he, you know, it was. I felt fine drinking it. I didn't feel a bit like a you know brew dog wanker or anything like that. It's okay, not, it's, that's alright. Yeah, it's not twiddling your moustache. No, you it's not. It, no. It's not in that in that realm. Fair enough, in my opinion. Um, 
so yeah thoughts on the beer as you're going through i love it it's good really isn't it like it really distinctive it makes me want to try some different types of hop brown mm. um i love a winter beer i think i've only ever tried one properly winter based one before and it was a tuborg beer in copenhagen if i remember right um i'm just going to try and find the name of it it looked like it had a beautiful um snowy christmasy label um it made you really want to drink it but um we went to the brewery the carlsberg brewery in yeah. copenhagen and um tried it on draft there because you get it you know a free yeah. pint at the end you can choose which yeah. particular carlsberg or tube that you want i thought excellent i'll have one of them couldn't even drink it it was disgusting was it that bad <laughs> yeah tuborg Dulbrig. lovely snowy label but it was disgusting because standard tuborg is piss really isn't it yeah you don't really get it over here anymore i was talking to the missus about this the other day there was a phase there was um it was one of the cheapest 10 to 12 years ago yeah it was a like a i say a cheap version but carlsberg's as cheap as it gets anyway yeah so but it was it was like when you had like packs of four like bottles of four they yeah. was one of the cheapest of those that you could get yeah well then equally you do still see it at um things like concerts yeah particularly outdoor ones in the summer it's one of them that just appears out of nowhere like a bad smell mm -hmm. it's better than carlin don't get me wrong because that's the other option usually. yeah yeah um i would rather have tube or but no, I don't really like any of them. So through the course of the year, obviously, we've drank... I, mean, I personally don't think I've drank as much beer as I had in the last couple of years. What a sad statement that is. Really. I know, but it's true. And obviously, we've had um, we've done some bucket lists and we've done some other stuff. I just... What 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 do you... Um, what would you say has been your favourite beer of the year? So I've been having a bucket list or not? So I've been having a look through some of the episodes that we've done this year. We've not done many, to be fair. Um, but extracurricular wise, I think I've got to say Nile Special of Uganda. Yeah, that was a fantastic beer. Um, however, until I looked into looked back through the episodes ten minutes ago, I'd forgotten about it, and that probably tells you quite a lot, doesn't it? It's not been a vintage year for bucket list. It's not. No. Angkor from Cambodia was good. I enjoyed that, and and we also thought Bofferding was pretty solid, didn't we? Yeah, now I really enjoyed Bofferding because I'd got all the trip and everything to go with it. Yeah, um, there was a bit of romance you. to that, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, there was. Um, it had the backstory for me, Bofferding. Mm. Um, I loved it, um, and I've only recently drank my final one. But it's like you said, it's not been vintage. There's nothing that's massively stood out for me. Um, Pod wise, this year we drank Madri. No. Our thoughts on that? Yeah, it was shit. No. Um, Angkor from Cambodia. Musi from Saudi Arabia. Shite. Yeah. Keltia from Tunisia. Alright, done brightly. Um, we've talked about Nile. Um, that was good, yeah. Extracurricular activity. Virginia from Greece. Vagina, yeah. Yes. Virginia, yeah. Um, not the best one I've ever tasted. No. Um, we drank Camden Town Brewery's Liz Lager. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting one I want to just bring up. Yes. Camden Brewery do a yearly beer based on um, champagne. So it's yeah. champagne brewed beer or something. They've not done one this year. Mm. They do a special bottle every single year, like yeah. numbered for the year. But it doesn't appear to have been made this year. I'm devastated. Um, they have produced some sort of bottle and i have got one and but it was half the price of the normal normal one that they do and it wasn't yeared interesting very odd um so i wonder whether they went a bit too soon and did it for the live lager instead maybe and then she went and died um do you know what my favorite beer was to fridge or not to fridge. coral from madeira yeah. uh, like puerto rico and that's it yeah. your favorite my favorite was actually one that we didn't even do on the pod mm-hmm because I had a trip to um, a work trip to Nuremberg earlier in the year, yeah, and that's where I discovered their local beer called uh, Tusha. Tusha, and I loved that, and I've had it a few times since since I've been back. Is that as in T U C H E R? Yeah, yeah. they do that on Beers of Europe, don't they? Yeah. Or I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've got some in. I've got. I had, I had some a couple of months afterward. I got back, and then I saw I saw it on Beers of Europe, and we ordered it. And then I've gone in again 
they've got some in for my um, sort of Christmas beer selection for the fridge because obviously you've got to stock up and get your nice beers. Of course, beers yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times. Key key points. So, um, yeah, that 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 for me is the best beer I've had all year. That's for me is a nine out of ten beer. I can easily pinpoint one. Um, it wasn't specifically because of the beer though, but our London day out, we sat on the beach, middle of August, with a pint of Stiegel. That was beautiful. That for me was the best pint I've had all year. Even in, even though it was in a it was in, it was in a plastic cup as well. Yeah, the only thing that let it down really was the plastic cup. It was, yeah. but it was glorious. Um, for me, that was the best pint. So, I mean, obviously, it's going to be the best beer because it was Stiegel, but. As an experience, it was a it was just a sitting, wonderful moment in time. Yeah, sitting together on the beach with a Stegel. We've not done that before, no, or since. No, I really enjoyed it. So for me, pint of Stegel on the South Bank, tick. Yeah, that was probably one of my favourite moments of the year. I agree with that. Yeah, and we didn't record it. No, but well, do you know what? <laughs> do you know what though? You know, you see people at the football. Recording what's going on, yeah, and all that every sort corner, of stuff. every like penalty, every yeah, yeah. But we didn't do that, we no. didn't record it. We enjoyed, we lived in the moment, we lived in the moment, we did. We didn't feel the need to do a recording or anything, no. we lived in the moment and we enjoyed it as a normal, non um, technology driven pace yes. at that moment, yes. And maybe that was part of the reason why it was as memorable as it was. Some people just feel constantly obligated to produce content not us no 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 not us no we don't we we, we uh you get it when we're ready yeah <laughs> when we're good and fucking ready <laughs> or sometimes you just won't hear anything from us <coughs> at all so yeah for me the best pint of the year right there yeah i i, I would now as you said that a four pack of stellas just come up on the uh <laughs> HD right in front of us. Definitely not. So. Not up there, is it? And what about, so, yeah, so for me, I'd agree with you, the, the pint of Stiegel on the beach was beautiful. That was the best pint of the year. Yeah. But the best new beer I've discovered was Tusha from Nuremberg. Fair enough. That was, that, that is top quality and it's available on Beers of Europe. Personally, I'm going to go for Bofferding. Fair do. As a new beer. Yeah. Any listeners that have not had it virals, you're probably not going to get it unless you go and visit Luxembourg. Yeah. But it's well worth it. I can highly recommend it. Great place. Now, with uh, sorry, that's beers. This sort of the year, the year in general, to sort of um, paraphrase uh, the one from M people. What have you done, sir, to make you feel proud? Um, well, it's been a big year, hasn't it? Mm. What with the Queen, yeah. Um, what else has happened this year? Well, you you went, you had your your pilgrimage. Your, oh, personally your... speaking, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I visited. I visited. I'm slipping back into crew mode here. I visited the borders of Ukraine earlier this year. Zesau in eastern Poland. Highlight of the year for me, and that'll be one of them moments of my life. I'm never going to forget that, mm. as long as I don't get Alzheimer's and need your donations, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll never forget that. One of the best things I've ever done. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't bet that. That is my highlight of the year. Yeah. One of my highlights of the year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yourself? Uh... I learned how to do if statements in Excel. To do what? If statements. What's that? So it's a formula that you can create. It sounds so shit in comparison. I mean, I've I've had I've changed jobs this year and um and been learning some new things and and whatever else. Other than that, I've not really done done much of note this year. Best is yet to come for me. <laughs> the best is yet to come for me this year. Hopefully, uh, there's not much of it left. Um, but uh, it's it's a thing where you can take a load of data and you create an, an if statement so that you design the formula to basically say if x says this then this so you basically say if certain data emits a certain amount of parameters it will um, produce a, a result that, that you that you dictate so okay 
So it could be a yes, or it could be no, it could be an okay, it could be a you know check this or okay. whatever. Right. Because I have to deal with like big chunks of data and and I have to look for discrepancies and things like that. So I use these formulas now to speed up for myself so it will tell me where I've got errors and things to go and look Okay. For. How did you do that from Google? Uh, a bit of Google, yeah. <laughs> a bit of Google. Um, a bit of copying from somebody else. Um, but no, I, that, that was... I didn't understand. All right. I've just triggered, I've just triggered you your uh, Google. Google. Because you told it you copy it. I don't use Google Sheets. Uh, put it that way. Uh, oh, fuck off. <laughs> You've upset her now. <laughs> don't say the G word. Although as soon as I said fuck off, she was. Yeah, she, she knew her place. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that bit, I, I think you've outdone me there with obviously your... Uh, trip to uh your trip to the war zone so that's one one because you outdid me with the donations earlier on and I yeah but it wasn't that i didn't alone raise all of that well i didn't alone go to the borderline war zone did i so there we go. no that's true that's true how are the but where did the, there was an update on the buses wasn't there yeah there was um so we've had quite a few updates from them recently so we actually took them out to a charity called um something recovery aerial recovery right usa based charity um you know help for heroes in britain yeah it's basically their equivalent of okay their repurposing um war veterans basically yeah. so they're sent out to war zones or disaster areas and all that sort of stuff and they went out to ukraine so they were driving the buses in and out of you know really badly hit war zones rescuing people um but they've withdrawn from ukraine now which i was quite pissed off about when i heard it yeah um this was like two or three months ago now they've probably done about six months in ukraine yeah um anyway they withdrew so they passed them on to another charity um all three of them as far as i'm aware are still going um, they're now run by some just random local blokes mm. so there's a, a city somewhere in eastern ukraine they're further 600 miles east from where we left them yeah. in Poland. Um, how the hell they've got that far, I don't know. But um, we've had some videos of the buses, you know, sort of loading people up and dropping food and drink and essentials off. Um, loads of people speaking Ukraine, which obviously I've not got a clue what they're saying, but they seem grateful. Um, but at least one of them's still going, and happily, I know for a fact that the one that I've seen a video of is the one that I drove there. Oh, beautiful. How good is that? That's great. Um, it was, to be fair, it was the the best one. Mm. Just its maintenance and all that sort of stuff. It it ran like clockwork, mm. apart from the time it broke down. But <laughs> um, that wasn't the bus's fault. But anyway. <laughs> User error. It didn't miss a beat apart from the one. Um, but... Yeah, it's still going. It's unbelievable, really. I mean, how many lives must they have saved? Um, thanks to a reader yeah, for donating. Think, think all, yeah, all the people that would have got, got hopefully got unbelievable. to and... Yeah, yeah. There's, there was one video that we had, and there was probably about a dozen people in the video coming out of a block of flats. Um, and one of them was in as a baby in a baby carrier. Yeah. And that's what got me. Yeah. You know, it's, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Mm. So, yeah. Fantastic, so that's where they're up to. They're still running, as far as I'm aware. Now, I can't think of a way to segue it, but we need to talk about Scylla Black. When you sent me the agenda earlier on, yeah, I had a quick flick through, and there was one thing that stood out. Yeah. And it was Scylla Black. Now, there's a video <laughs> circulating on, uh, on Twitter of a clip from a Scylla Black Christmas special from the 80s. Have you seen it? No. Um, it's not the it's not the thing I'm eventually getting to, but it just it, it it sent me on it sent me on a bit of a journey. So there's this clip doing the rounds, and it's from it's like a fake sort of TV house, and uh, and then she's got all these kids at the door, and then she lets them all in, um, you know, in, in from the cold, and then she starts uh, she performs a really bad rendition of um, Lionel Richie's All Night Long. <laughs> that Christmas classic okay um, and she sings it in her usual sort of screechy 
voice that she has. She wasn't has. the best singer, was she? Well, she could sing, but she just had, for me, she just sang in a very annoying, screechy <laughs> sort of register. Um, surprise, surprise! Um, just something about her voice I just didn't like. Um, and then she's got these kids, and they're all like body popping. But they're all, almost all of them are doing a really shit job. Mainly because they're mainly white kids. <laughs> so they've got like little white... And it's little, the 80s and she's singing all night long. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's pretty awful. But then uh, I saw something below that where saying, if you think that was bad, they said, um, check out, uh, um, uh, remember the um, Orange and the Oxo Cube? And I was like, what? Orange and, Orange and Oxo Cube? Anyway... It turns out that Scylla Black has a dark secret. Right. So when she was young, she discovered um, that one of her favourite snacks, she would cut an orange in half and would rub a beef oxo cube onto the surface of the orange on the inside and then eat it. And by the powers of the internet... I've got a video of that. And I thought, and I thought that's got to be bollocks. That's got to be absolute bollocks. But no, there's a video where she, not only does she talk about it, she does it and eats it on camera. Peel and all, the peel's still on the orange. Why would you do that? I don't know. But I thought maybe we should try it. Because it just seems so, like, bizarre. But she seems, she seemed to like it. She seems to think it worked. And then she told a story about, um, because she was brought up very strict Catholic household and they couldn't eat meat on a Friday. And, uh, and she'd um, unknowingly, not, not, not realising obviously that the content of the Oxo Cube, consumed one of these Oxo Cube oranges on a Friday and then felt that she had to go and, and, uh, and confess her sin. <laughs> um, but then she lied she was made to go and confess, but then lied about it, and then, yeah, she's she's been she was sworn off meat on a Friday from that from that point on, ever since. Absolutely true. It's it's there. You can find it. on I'm YouTube. I'm watching it right now. You can find it on YouTube. She's um, rubbing it like she's grating cheese. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Oh, uh, she's eating it. Oh my I god. I know she, and that's the thing. And she, she's looking at it like she loves it. But the, she doesn't even peel the orange. You know how you sort of eat an orange by taking the the bite out of. Like the orange bit. Yeah. She just sort of eats it as though it's it, it's just like a sandwich. It's unsettling, isn't it? What the hell have I just watched? But I also think at the same time, maybe we should try it. Um, Maybe on a future episode. Maybe. We should have probably done this today, but we've got no oranges, so... Yeah. Maybe I've, got, I've got oxo cubes, but no oranges. Well, no oxo cubes on me. I don't just carry oxo cubes in my pocket, but... Yeah, maybe something to something to look at. Put a pit in it, bit of admin. We'll okay. look at that in the future and we'll, we'll try that out. All right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll perhaps come back to that. Yeah, I think we'll come back what to that. What an odd combination that is. It is. Um, but now I can segue from that. Cause oranges are a Christmas food, aren't they, really? Do you ever get satsumas in your stomach? Definitely, it? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I never liked them, but my... Um, Mum and Dad would always would always put satsuma and nuts in the bottom of my stocking. Tradition, isn't it? Just tradition. It's just one of those things. Um, and it's 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 always things that, that things that you sort of do, that, whether it's growing up or even now that you do as a grown up, that you only ever do at Christmas and don't always make sense. Were there any traditions and things that stood out to you? Because my worst thing was having an orange in my stocking. Was like I didn't. They knew I didn't like oranges. I didn't eat them. I liked <laughs> orange-flavoured things, but never, ever would I ever eat an orange. And yet every Christmas, it was there in the stocking. See, I don't mind oranges. Um, satsumas and stuff like that, anyway. Mm. I don't really see the point in a full, normal orange. It's just messy. Yes. I really don't see the point in I didn't like the mess. I didn't like the sensation of, the, of it exploding in your mouth. Why would you want that? I couldn't. I feel like I couldn't chew it either. Um, so yeah, it's not the flavour I didn't like. It's it's everything else. Yeah, I didn't like about them. Um, I can't really think of any old traditions that I sort of had. 
But as life sort of gone on and developed, one tradition that has become in the last ten years is going to the darts at Christmas. Yeah. Never went until about I think it was twenty eleven or twenty twelve. And apart from COVID year, yeah. we've been every year since. And that's the world, isn't it? They do the Ali Pali. Yeah, yeah. I don't even like darts. I don't even understand it really. <laughs> but we go every year. It's part of tradition now. Mm. So we um we go we always go on the Sunday. Yeah. First train down in the morning, get down to the smog for about midday. Yeah. Quick pint in the rocket round the corner from Euston. That's tradition. Yeah. Um, train up to Alexandra Palace. Then there's a pub on the corner right next to the train station. Don't know what it's called. Anyway, we go in there for one. Then we walk up like this sort of... Big hill. Huge gradient hill up to the, to the darts and get on the session in there. Um, and that has become tradition ever since. However, this year, we thought we'll book the Saturday this year because then... It's just easier for trains, isn't it? You know, um, easier for getting down there. There's more trains getting back. You're in no rush. Um, trains are faster on Saturdays. But then we've got a problem this year, haven't we? The strikes were announced last week, uh. and it's on the on the day that we're going to darts. So now we're probably not going to be able to go. Devastated. Mm. So I don't know what we're going to do. We've still got the tickets. Um. Hoping that some trains are still going to run. If they do, we might risk it and see what happens. Because for me, it's tradition. I might just go on my own, go to darts and get pissed. Can I tell you a joke? Go on. So, guy in a club playing darts. He comes up to the hockey. First dart, 20. Second dart, treble 20. Ooh. Third dart, clips the wire, spins off and gets a nun right in the eye, right between the eyes. The barman says... One nun dead and eighty. <laughs> wow. I didn't say it was going to be a good one. <laughs> you got to laugh anyway. You Where were we? good about yourself. <laughs> Traditions. It's funny because I, I felt like um, as, a, as, as, a, as a, a kid there was never really, there was never any pattern to Christmas Day. It was always, each one always felt a bit different because we would have We'd see different family members or be in different places. It wasn't always doing the same thing every see, year. See, I quite like that. Um, and and it wasn't really until I met my wife that it sort of established a pattern of doing the same things at Christmas, mm. which I like. But it's but it because my 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 family's I guess always been used to doing different things all the time. Yeah. Whereas. Um, my wife's family are very rooted in tradition and doing the same things every year. Mm. So sometimes a bit of a clash there. Yeah. Um, I'm more for having the variety, to be quite honest with you. I mean, uh, for me, I'd have Christmas anywhere, as long as it as long as it was with, you know, yeah. the the yeah the ones closest to you. That, that's that's for me. That's the main thing. I could be anywhere really. So in twenty years' time, when Alana takes over the podcast and she's necking some beers with. Her mate, yeah, um, whoever, whoever, Ashton, yeah, um, then she's gonna say her traditions have been the same every year. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. No, um, personally, I quite like the variety, and when for me, when things therefore don't go to plan, yeah, it's one less heartache, isn't it? Mm. Um, one less thing to yeah be sad about if you know what I mean yeah I get that yeah um but yeah Ooh, he looks angry on the telly doesn't he that's a, guy, that's a guy on the telly wielding two umbrellas one on each hand he's wow. out for he's out for blood he is yeah using them as weapons <laughs> right. I really wish we had the sound on now to see what's <laughs> no. going on we've got no context to this whatsoever <laughs> anyway um so yeah, I'm finding now that I'm 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 creating I'm I'm sort of part of part of other people's traditions more than creating my own. But yeah. the one things I'm sort of trying to do, trying to create my own things that I do every year. So I always now I do like I do a beer order every year and I make sure my fridge is stocked. Yeah. With like some of my favorite beers or 
sort of. Um, I assume you've got some steagles then. Things like this, yeah. Cut the steagles. Yeah. I've got See now I've got the same. I never used yeah. to do that because wasn't really into it so much, but now. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, has become a tradition. Uh, and my favourite sort of festive beer now is Rot House Pilt. Yeah. That one with that the I think I got you one maybe the a year or so ago, and it's got like a gold foil neck. Love that. Um, I do that, and now I think I think because over time, because obviously the um, mother of the Lord does just Christmas dinner, I don't get too too involved in that. At some point in the future, I, w- I will have to. So I'm kind of priming myself ready for that. Um, so I think I think what we've done the last sort of like ten years has been has been great, but it'll probably change. It'll evolve over time. I think. Um, you know, with having with having kids and stuff, and the kids get older, and it, it it does it does change things. You can't always do everything the same way. Do you know what I'd like to do? Yeah. In the future, if I end up having a boy. Yeah. Or a girl that likes football. Yeah. Now I've never been to Boxing Day football before. Mm. Never. It's never. I've always purposely stayed at home and tried. That's been my tradition. Yeah. In not doing normal stuff. But in the future, I'd like that to become my tradition. Taking my kids to the football on a boxing day. Local yeah. or Norwich? Norwich game. Yeah. Yeah. That I'd, I'd like to make that my tradition. Yeah. That's um, nice. Get out of the house. True. You know. Um, I think sometimes as well, if you're not, if you don't have a reason to do something on a boxing day, fatigue sets in very quickly. Yeah, I mean. And you don't have motivation, do you? You just. For us, we're faffing about with visiting that many different people. Mm. You know, different families. It's all our family sort of lo- local-ish. Yeah. Um, and you, you got you're even worse because you have to My go spread places, out all over the place. Yeah. Um, over the two days, we're sort of going round probably four or five different houses. Yeah. And like by the end of it, like. You're knackered by Boxing Day night, but eventually I'd like to, you know what, fuck all that. Mm. We'll do that at some point. Boxing Day is, yeah. I've got something happening on Boxing Day. Mm. I'll tell you what I used to do. Years ago when I was late teens, yeah. Um, Boxing Day in Nantwich, school was night. I'd forgotten all about that. That used to be the Christmas tradition around here. You go out for school uniform. Everyone goes out and gets shit faced on boxing night. I used to do that. Mm. Um, I've not done that for quite a long time, as you can imagine. Boxing day schoolers, you know. I think they still do that. Let's play a game. Go on. So, obviously, the key part of any Christmas day is Christmas dinner. Ooh. But how do you determine what are the most important parts of a Christmas dinner? So. What I'm going to do is, we're going to do a draft okay. of Christmas dinner components. Yep. So, um, we'll, uh, I don't know, we'll, we'll rock, paper, scissors to who goes first, who yep. gets first pick. Okay. So, we're going to pick six items each. Six each. We'll okay. take it in turns. Yep. And then we'll see whose plate we think is best <laughs> by the end of it. Okay. So, uh, right, let's rock, paper, scissors for who goes first. I think. Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. My scissors cut your paper. Okay. Which means I go first. I'm going to start off with roast potatoes. Good shout. I'm going straight in with roasties. And I'll raise you pigs in blankets. It's a good choice. It's yeah. a very good choice. It's, it's got to be number one. On the, well, it's a close number one for me. Mm. Now this is stressful. Yeah. Because I've got a lot of number ones here, but carry on. Second, Are we allowed to name matching things, by the way, or do they have to be? No, it's going to be different. So I can't have pigs in blankets now. That's off the table. Okay. So I've got pigs. You've, yeah, you've got pigs. I've got roasties. Okay. I'm going to go with stuffing. Oh, you bastard. I'm going to call Yorkshire's. Mm. That was what I was designing between the two. Yeah. Uh, okay. Third, I'm going to go for cauliflower cheese. Oh, that is a controversial one. I've only recently got Holly into liking that. Mm. She didn't like it before. Not that it really tastes of anything apart from cheese and water. But yeah. anyway, 
Okay, gave you that. I'll raise you roast parsnips. I mean, even with them three, I'm smashing that out of the water. Now, I could go one of two ways here. What is this, the fourth one? Yeah. I'm going to go with... In fact, I'm just going to box it off so I know I've got it there. Gravy. You're going gravy? Gravy. Okay. You've got the gravy. I'm having the turkey. That's fine. You can't have a Christmas dinner without turkey. That's fine. So we've got four each now, right? Yep. Okay, so five... I'm going to go for Carrot and Swede Mash. That is a good shout. I'm a massive fan of Carrot and Swede Mash. Um, where shall I go with this? Now, I'm a big meat fan. So what we did last year, we had a few options. So we had turkey, and yeah. I'd mix in with that. I'm going to put duck in the mix as well. You've thrown, so you've gone for two meats. Mm. Uh, I've got a mixture. Right, so now I haven't got turkey, so I could be... What I'm going to do is I'm going to go for my last piece because I've deliberately left meat till last because I knew I'd have plenty of meat options because I thought, you know, unless you're just going the carvery route, I'm going to have something. So I'm going to go chicken Okay. because I can't have turkey, so I'm going to have chicken. And then that's my that's my six. That's you sorted. That's yeah. So you've got one left. I feel like I need another veg on the plate, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna probably have to go with peas. But then I've got no no spud there, have I? Um, I mean, your roast parsnips cover your roast potatoes, so you could go mash. But I'm not. I could. Yeah. Where do we go here? So it's a choice. I mean, peas are boring, aren't they, really? Broccoli's better than peas, in my opinion. It is. Yeah, it's a good shout. I mean, if you're into sprouts, but I'm not massively into sprouts. Not at all. Um, right. I'm going out there. I'm going to say sweet potato mash. Okay. All right. I like that. Mm. Okay. So, right. So I've got roast potatoes. I've got stuffing. Well, I've got ch I've got chicken stuffing, roasties. Chicken stuffing's a good combination. Collie cheese, uh, carrot and swede mash, and I've got gravy to cover it. Okay. I th I think I fucked myself a little bit by, but I, I need to, I needed to make sure I had gravy, but I kind of wish I had broccoli on there. I need something. I, I wish I had something green. See anything? I, I have you got no veg in there then? I've got veg, but I don't have any any green veg. So okay. that's the only thing I feel like my plate's missing. Otherwise, I'm very happy with it. Okay. And you've got... So I'm missing the gravy here. So yeah. mine's a bit dry. But personally, I'm, I'll have gravy, but I'm not a massive fan of it. Really? Yeah, not a massive fan. So I've got turkey and duck. So I've got a nice little yep. mixture of the two. Yeah. I've got parsnips. I've got sweet potato mash. Yeah. Um, pigs in blankets. Yeah. And Yorkshire. Mm, York's, nice York's combination really it, it's shout. missing gravy I'll give you that yeah um, there's no real gravy alternative though, you're missing it? green veg as well aren't you really yeah I nearly doubled went, up on your meats I nearly went peas didn't I yeah uh, I, I'm happy with that I'm not I can take or leave the peas not bothered me I mean I I suppose I suppose you know we both think we have the superior plates which suggests you know I would have we a mixture both, of the two. I'd take your gravy yeah. and I'd take your roasters. Yeah. Apart from that, you can keep the rest. I'd uh, What would I sell out? It's tough. Very tough. It just goes to show how many, how many, how many components there are that make up the perfect roast dinner. I am a first turkey. Six is not there. enough. Did uh, you? Yeah, sandwiches at work. First yeah. turkey of the year. Quite enjoyed it. Um, my little take or leave turkey. I'm not a massive fan. My uh, little had her um, Christmas dinner at school um, yesterday, not and I saw a, I saw a, a picture of it. What was on it? Contents. Uh, didn't see the plate, but what I was immediately drawn to was the fact that my um, my little girl wasn't wearing a Christmas cracker hat. Oh. Which I which I was so when I got home from work, I had a word and just said, look. Look, I've seen the Christmas dinner. Got to raise a point here. 
Christmas hat, where was it? And she said, Daddy, it didn't. It, I, I put it on, but it went straight over my, it was too big, it went straight <laughs> over my page. So that's why I wasn't wearing it. I was like, okay, that's all right, we're cool, we're good, okay. So they bought the wrong crackers, really. They're not fitting child children. Yeah, because those, because you think about those paper ones when they fold out, they're all adult size, aren't they? So they they're are, just going to yeah. go straight over her. Yeah. She only bought five. So, um, interesting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas songs. I want you to name me no particular order your top five Christmas songs. Do you want my top, my favorite one of all time? If you have a clear favorite, go ahead. John Lennon, Merry Christmas, War is Over. That's a good one, your yeah. favorite one. Yeah, and funnily yeah. enough, today at work, when we were decorating the tree. Yeah. That was the first one that came on. Yeah. Um, followed by Wham. Yeah, that'd be in mine. Um, I, we talk about Wham again, but I really like Wham. I know. Why play Wham again? I'd rather just. I love it. I'd want to get whammed first of December. I got whammed twice in November this year. I yeah. was fucking loving it. <laughs> it was on. I tell you what, Heart are playing it. Heart, Heart are all over it. I'm I'll, gonna start listening to Heart. I'll wham myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> George Michael can get all over me, mate. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um. You can't fault Mariah Carey. No, it's a good one. I'm not sure if it gets in my top five though. Um. What else have we got here? Um. Band Aid, Live Aid, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, Band Aid. You can't go wrong with that, can you? The original. Obviously, not the, the wank version they did how many years ago with um, fucking horrendous thing that was. Oh, like all the pop stars of the day from two thousand and five or whatever it that's was. That's aged like fucking warm milk. Oh, it's horrendous. <laughs> it's, it's fucking awful. And there's loads of people in it as well that you're like, okay, they've amounted to nothing. You look back now and yeah. yeah, you've got you've got some people in there. That you're like, oh my god. How how is how is that allowed to happen? Yeah. Whereas at least with the classic original lineup, you can you can point to them and say, that was a big star. They were a big star. They were a big star. And they may not have had like a massive longevity, but they were. But but you can kind of say fair enough. It should never have been brought back. No. Leave it where it was. It was it was perfectly gonna, fine you, like if, that. If you want to rehash it to raise the money, just just let people buy the original again. Yeah. But. I would rather do that than um, have to spend money on, you know, Natasha Bedingfield or whoever else was like. Was she on it? Sugar Bell. Oh, she probably was. She probably was. Um, most likely. How many of you? How many of you listed so far? So we've got what? Merry Christmas, War is over. We've got Wham! Last Christmas, Band Aid. Fairytale of New York. Fairytale of New York. Yeah, you know what? I'm not a big I'm fan of that. I'm not a big fan of it. Everyone raves about it. It's I'm... not getting anywhere near my top five. Is it not? Nope. Um, my Christmas, my Spotify Christmas playlist is about four hours long, and really? that is not on it. Ooh. I know. I can take it or leave it. I enjoy it, but I don't get the raving about it. No, people Ooh. like to... Did pe- you know Kirsty McCall died? Yeah. And very care. sad. She had a lovely voice, but... The song, that song, is not as special as people think it is. And I think it's worse because it's the Christmas song that people say is their favourite to make themselves look cool. It is the cool people's Christmas song. Exactly, yeah, exactly, because it feels a bit alternative. And it's not. If everyone likes the same thing, it's not alternative, is it? Because every fucker likes it. If you've got a beard and drink IPA... You'll like that song. It's a brew dog. It's the brew dog uh, Christmas brew song. Brew dog choice, Christmas isn't it? song. Yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't really go for that uh, you know, normal Christmas music, but I'll tell you what, I really love that uh, Pogue song, Fairy Tales of New York. Oh, yeah. Rah, 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 rah. The brew dog of New York. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not having that. But it's an all right song. I'm quite happy to have it. It's, it's it up there. It's fine, know. but it's not, for me, it's not anywhere near the upper echelon of, of Christmas music that. Finishing it off for me, I'm going to put Slade. Yeah. Noddy, straight I'm, in there. See, I'm wizard over Slade. Ooh, now you mentioned that. Ooh. Yeah, I'm wizard over Slade. And yeah. wizard's in my top five. Along okay. with... Go on, give it to me. Along with uh, 
Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. Bit of a cock, though, isn't he? I, 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 I like that song. Um, I'm going to go with... Um, uh, uh, Elton John, Step Into Christmas. Now that is a tune. It's a tune. I will give you that. Step into, into Christmas. Christmas. Never together. We don't want to stop for forever and ever. Not all the way. But... <laughs> um, Can't be the you, clearly. Yeah. Uh, that is a tune, though. I'll is, give you that. Yeah. Elton. Uh, yeah, you can't fault Elton. Then uh, I'm going... Wait, did I go Wham? Did I say Wham? Wham, um, last You Christmas. mentioned it earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's in there. And then um, Let It Snow, old classic sort of crooner type song. Yeah, bit boring for and, me. That. Uh, and I'll give you that. You know the the Christmas song. Uh, so you know, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, Jack Frost nipping at the n- that one. Yeah, you're that, not going Band Aid. I like. Uh, I like Band Aid, but the that one that they made like ten fifteen years ago has 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 soured my. Did it ruin it for it, you? Yeah, it didn't ruin it, but it just it it gold off getting a bit greedy. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, it was kind of like it's tainted my my view of the original because they've messed with it because because they decided to to rehash it. Um, that that's my yeah that that's my opinion. But I I honestly put that Paul McCartney Wonderful Christmas Time might be my number one. I really, there's just something there's just something a bit naff about it that I like. And it's just something. Yeah. It, it just reminds me of. It reminds me of. Like. Being young. Like. As a kid at Christmas. And it's sort of. The, the slight sort of naff of, of it. Sounds sort of. Around sort of that time. It was our era. Yeah. That sort of. Yeah. Thing. Would uh, you like to know who was on Band Aid 20? The 2004 version. Okay, so hang on. So let me let me let me let me throw out some names. You've already named one. Tell of them. me if they're right. Was Ben Natasha Benfield on there? And was her brother Daniel? They were both on it, brother and sister. Coldplay have got to be in there. Chris Martin tick. Yeah. Um, what other Irish bellend is always on everything? Oh Bono. Yeah. Robbie Williams. Um. Yes. Uh, let me think. Uh, Westlife. No. Ooh. Dizzy Rascal. Yes. He's on it. The only artist to add lyrics to the song. Mm. He did a little rap. Did um, he? Yeah, it didn't go well. Uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, Atomic Kitten. Ooh, there's a shout. Um, I'm gonna say no, that. but you're not far off with a similar band. Sugar Babes. Yep. Uh... Got to be someone. Rachel Stevens. Yes. Nailed you know it. your shit. Nailed you. it. Nailed it. I mean, there's uh, a lot of them. I'm not. I'm not going to get them all. There's no way I'll get them all. I mean, you're doing quite well. Um. Uh, James Blunt. No. Oh. Well, there's a good one. That is. I Ronan, think he was a little bit later. Ronan Keating. No. Um. David Gray. Ooh, another good shout. Um. But. But no. The uh, Travis. Oh, another good shout, but no. Oh, fucking hell. Um, um, oh, actually, yeah, Fran Healy from Travis, but not Travis. Got, got him, got him. Um, now, Bar- was- Barlow would have been all over it, but I think at that time he was he was kind of in, um, his career was, was uh, down the shitter. At yeah, that they point. were out of action at he that hadn't, point. He they? hadn't re-emerged, so, so Barlow wouldn't have been in there. Yeah. How about a woman singer that produces really depressing shit music for women? Dido. From that era. Dido. Fucking hated her. <laughs> she performed it separately from a studio in Melbourne. Of course she did. Um, um, don't think we got a Minogue in there, did we? No, we didn't. Didn't get, get a Minogue. No, sadly or not. Or Danny. No, neither. Um, uh, um, a teenage band. McFly? Nearly. Busted. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Um... Female rapper of the era. Miss Dynamite. Dynamite Tiki. Sky uh, Edwards. Never even heard of that name. Don't know who that is. Um, oof. Now nah, I'm struggling. I'm I've struggling got another now. band for you. I'm really struggling. Texas. 
Ooh, that's a good shot. They're not on here, but I would have them down for this. Um, we went to the um, Justin Hawkins tribute concert, and the guy that was performing most of the lyrics for... Oh, Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, sorry. Oh, Justin from the Darkness. I've just given you the name. Yeah, he'd, he'd, have, been, <laughs> he'd have been there. Yeah, they were, they were big at the time. Um, so, because Dave Grohl was performing the drums, they had they yeah. needed a singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin Hawkins mm. did the lyrics for, did the voice stuff for the Food Fighter stuff. He was fucking brilliant. Mm. He really was. Um, and he was on it, obviously, because the Darkness yeah. were massive at they that were point. They were big at that point. Um, Brummy singer. Walsall fan used to go out with, I think, I want to say Darren Byfield. Oh, oh God! There's what was her one name? for you. What was her name? Jamelia. Yes. Was it Darren Byfield? Yeah. It was, wasn't it? It was. Byfield. Yes, it was. She split in 2007. Split from Darren Byfield. He he wasn't even famous for football, was he? He was only famous for shagging her. Didn't he play for Walsall or something? He like was that? a Villa for a bit, and I think he ended up at Walsall. Yeah. yeah. 77 appearances for Walsall, then 65 at Rotherham. What a career! Finished in 2017. For Redditch United. Wow. Uh, God, must be running out of people now. It's all the same sort of era. I'll name you a few of the rest. Tom Chaplin from Keane. Okay. Tim Rice, Oxley from Keane. Beverly Knight, obviously. Yeah. Lamar. Oh, Lamar. Yeah. Shazne Lewis from All Saints. Yeah. Katie Mellower. Oh, yeah. I forgot about her. Um, Rasheen Murphy from Maloko. Okay, yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back to me. Snow Patrol. Oh. Joss Stone. Oh. The Thrills. Turing Breaks. Will mm. Young. Will Young. Uh, no Gareth Gates. No Gareth. No. Uh, musicians on it with Danny Goffey from Supergrass on the drums. Yeah. Johnny Greenwood, Radiohead guitar. Dan Hawkins and Justin Hawkins on guitar. Um, Paul McCartney, bass guitar. Mm. Tom York from Radiohead on the piano. Tom York from Radiohead. Mm. Additional personnel. Bob Geldof organiser, Nigel Godrich, producer, Major, Major. executive producer, and Damon Albarn, T-Boy. <laughs> that is literally what it says. Damon Albarn from Blur as the T-Boy. The T-Boy for Band Aid 20. And would you believe there was a Band Aid 30 in 2014? I'm not going to make you guess them. No, I don't. I don't I, Bastille, Bono. Obviously, fucking Bono's got it. <laughs> Alfie Days, Paloma Faith, Guy Garvey, Ellie Goulding, Angelique Kidjo, Chris Martin, obviously. Mm. Sinead O'Carra. Yeah. One Direction. Ugh. Rita Ora, Ollie Murs. Ollie Murs! Ollie Murs! Emily Sandy. Seal. Um, Ed Sheeran. Bell End. Yeah. Scum fan as well. Sam Smith. Joe Sugg, Zoe Stubb, Carl High from Underworld. Is that in as, as in Born, Born Slippy? Um, yeah, it is. What was How he doing on them? Is that? How bizarre is that? Fair um, and Jesse Ware, whoever that is. Oh, I know Jesse Ware. I know. Jesse Ware's decent. So that's that. That's Band Aid for you. Wow, I don't even remember that. That Band Aid Thirty. That's how irrelevant I mean, it was. I don't really want to listen to it because. No. And there was a German version in twenty fourteen as well. Mm. Load of people you won't know. No. Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> you you think he would be, wouldn't you? <laughs> Sadly, he was not. Back to the beer. Um, I really enjoyed this beer. Can I just give you one name oh, for the German version? Yeah, go on. It sound, it's a, the most German name I've ever heard in my life. Go on. Wolfgang Niegerken. <laughs> <laughs> so the beer, yes. Hofbrau Winterwickel. Uh, winter barbecue. Absolutely. A winter barbecue, yeah. Absolutely. Now you're talking. Can't do it without a patio heater, though, can you, really? Um... Probably not. I mean, the inside of our garage is freezing at the moment. Fire pit. Or fire pit, patio heater has to be... Yeah. Know. They're essential. Mm. Both, probably. I wish I was sort of bold enough and brave enough to do winter barbecues, but I'm just... I don't I don't quite have all the facilities to accommodate that. Well, probably. maybe in the new year, as a, a pod special, mm. I'll produce one for them. Mm. Leave it with me. Yeah. Um... 
I mean, the ambassador, the ambassador is hosting a Christmas party. Everyone raves about German beers, don't they? Yeah. Germany's the best beer place in the world. It's hard to argue, isn't it? It's hard to argue, but I don't know. Something about Germany is just too clinical for me. Um, Not when it comes to beer. I think I need to visit Germany some more. Mm. As in, literally visit. And you know what? I'd, but smash if, some if, beers if, out if, over if there. we could ever get it authorized with uh, with head office, we go out there to Germany for Oktoberfest. Oh, could you imagine? Me and you on a train through to Munich, and we just spend a weekend on the Deutsche Bahn. Yeah. Get out there, get some beers down. Be absolutely unreal. That'd be an amazing experience. I agree. Um, that'd take some achievement. A lot of yeah, it'd be a lot of hard work, hard yards done to try and uh, to try and get that side. So you doing nothing else for the rest of the year? Either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> using up. I mean, my, I'd be all right, but I wouldn't be the problem. <laughs> using up all my husband, all my husband points. <coughs> um, oh, that'd be amazing. Um, anyway, yeah. Pie in the sky, that one really. Isn't it, it is a bit really, but um, but no, I think this. I think you know, as a, a, a summer barbecue, no, a winter barbecue, yes. Ambassador, Christmas party, yes. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think it's in the balance for the ambassador this because one. it's cl- because it's it's uh, it's of a of a fashion that's kind of you know authentic. I I I, I think I think that he would serve it. I think if the ambassador is holding holding an event at this time of year, then yes, mm. yes, I do agree actually. Only, but only obviously at this time of year. So it's kind of an asterisk. Get it in these three months, isn't he? No, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of an yes, but with an asterisk, kind of yes, but only at a particular time. Otherwise, yeah. no. Um, I mean, do we do we do we rate it? Do we, do we, I think do, we should we give it the usual treatment. It's going to have to be done. Yeah. Uh, we fingering. Yeah, let's let's finger. Really? Oh, speaking of which, I've been doing some teaching at work. I think you say speaking of which, I've been doing some. <laughs> and one way I've been teaching the thing, rather because there's there's slight danger around. It. I've been telling people to finger things. Yeah. I thought you'd be quite proud of it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do some fingering. Okay. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Three, two, one. You've gone seven. I've gone eight. Seven and a half. I'll do. Okay. I reckon that's fair. Okay. It's the season of goodwill. We're always fairly close on these opinions. We're never we? that far apart, are we? Really? It's we're rare that we are. Yeah, it? yeah. It's not been many. It's not been many. Oh, I really like this. You can get it on beers of Europe. Um, Hofbrau Winterspiegel. Hoping I've pronounced that right. Um, yeah, really nice. Really nice. Goes down smooth this time of year, I would say. Worth looking at the moment. They've got a few bucket list beers on there as well. They do. If you are completing the list, they've got uh, they've got now uh, Croatia in stock. Yeah. They've got Serbia. Yeah, I've got a couple in the fridge. Yeah, so they've got those two. Um, what else have they got? They've got a, they've got a, a few on there. They've had um, what was the other non-alcoholic one we had? Not Musu. The other Barbican. One. They've had that recently. Yeah, so Barbican's been on there. Um, they're good for stuff like Quilmes yeah. and Stiegel. Yeah. They're both on there. Um, they've got some really good stock on beers of Europe at the moment. Yeah. And getting there quick because it doesn't, it doesn't tend to last. Yeah. They go through phases where there's like, there's, there's fuck all and there's loads of choice. See, the Croatia and Serbia have never been on there before up until these like literally yeah, the last that's, two weeks. Yeah, that's brand new. So I wonder whether they're starting to click onto this scratch thing. Maybe. Hopefully they are and hopefully they can get some others in for us. Yeah. Because there's a couple I think that would be would be really good if they could get. Maybe we should get in touch with them. I did try it a couple of years ago. I sent them a list of what we needed, but yeah, we'll try again. Yeah, I mean that was a lot more on the list than we need now. So uh, yeah, we've had a we've had a um, we're already well over an hour. Um, Christmas special. There we go. I suppose. So um, I think that'll about do it. Um, Thanks again throughout the year um, for listening. We really appreciate it. It's been a bit of a funny year because we've not we've not been able to be as frequent as we'd like, and, and I can't. I, I, to be honest, 
next year will be kind of along the same lines. So it's not really a weekly well, fortnightly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it's going to be trying to get into a place where we can do sort of one a month is realistically kind of where we're at um, at best. So we may need to take a little break now going into the new year for various reasons. Um, but I hope... Uh, oh, actually, it's just socials first. Um, at FTLOV pod, um, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, also Facebook, but we don't really look at it. Um, we don't even post on it anymore. And you could email us, but I've forgotten the email address. Yeah. Never mind. Um, it's on Gmail. Um, yeah. So uh, all it needs me to say is um, that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, um, and whatever you celebrate, uh, I hope you have a really nice uh, festive period, Christmas holiday the dolly clowing what does that mean merry christmas in what welsh all right i'd say it again the dolly clowing the dolly clowing the dolly clowing spot on well i'm english so you're well probably wrong so third and there we go if you're welsh (laughs) put us right (laughs) (laughs) uh so have a great time thanks again for listening and we'll be back um at some point in 2023 bye-bye All I wanna do is drink beer for breakfast